1: Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC.
2: The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
0: Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at this same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How the hell are you? Hope you're feeling good. Uh, You know, hope it's, it's, you know, it's May. I hope you're feeling a little frisky, feeling like summer's around the corner. Probably if you're in the South, the kids are getting out of school now, which means you got to immediately sign those little shits up for camp. I don't know if you grew up the way I grew up, but my mom had me activity the fuck up you know, I was talking about this the other day with one of my friends. She's got three boys and they're all, I mean, she's got two two twins that are just, they're tiny, they're little, but they're rambunctious. And I told, I looked at my friend and let's call her Charlotte. She's not Charlotte, but let's say Charlotte. I said, Charlotte, I got to be honest with you. I feel okay with the thought of like having a kid who's a gamer. And she was like, nah, nah, your kid's got to get out. They got to be athletic. But I said, how nice is that? If your kid's into like, World of Warcraft, you know, Grand Theft Auto, maybe plays Halo all day. You get to spend your entire summer in the comfort of your own home on an air-conditioned couch watching the housewives. You know, everybody else wants their kid to be a stellar athlete and be out and about doing the most. You know, you got t-ball, you got soccer, you got traveling tennis. I mean, shit. You know how long a baseball game is? And if they go into a doubleheader, you're out there for six months just baking in the August sun. So, all I'm saying is if you're a parent out there, you know, I you know you don't usually want your kids to be gamers because you want them to have a social life and be able to interact, but maybe, maybe the joke's on us, you know what I mean? I don't even have kids, but I told Jeff that I, I said, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad if the kids want to do indoor things. Stay locked on a computer. You know what I mean? start a YouTube, start counting cash. I don't know. I just feel like the chances of having a professional athlete kid are slim to none, baseball is a sport that's, it's too long to watch. I like baseball, don't get me wrong, but I don't want to, you know, I don't want to sit out there for 16 fucking innings in the hot July Georgia heat. I say all that to say, I know that there's a lot of moms that listen and I know, you know, school's about to be out and you better have the activities lined up. But if you can, indoor activities, we love. Maybe a pottery class, maybe, uh, you know, fencing. They could get into fencing. Seems nice, air conditioned. I'm just trying to not be out in the elements. So if there's anything that I can do, or maybe I've you know, struck a chord with a parent or like lit an idea into a parent's mind of what they can do with their kids indoors. So you're not a t-ball in the middle of July, you know, getting melanoma, and eating chili cheese dogs that are going to rip your stomach to shreds, I want to be, you know, just a well of information. So if you are a parent and there's any fun things that your kids can do indoors, call into the hotline let us know. I'm an advocate for kids staying indoors so you can stay in the air conditioning. Anywho, but yeah, it's, you know, my friends are already like the kids, they got to sign them up, sign them up for camp. I went to theater camp. I went to surf camp you know what I mean, two really opposite ends of the spectrum kind of vibes. But, uh, you know, I could shred the gnar and give you a soliloquy of Shakespeare because that's a well-versed, well-rounded icon that I am. So I'm just saying, <laughs> get on my level, host. Anywho, we're going to hit the hotline today. I've got so many people that called in, and I really miss just being able to chit-chat with y'all and see what the fuck you've been up to. So we're going to hit the hotline. As always, you can call in 800-213-7503 what have I been up to surviving? You know, we're we're leading up where we've got all these shows. I'm going from Portland, then Boston, then New Jersey, then I'm heading to the West Coast. I don't know what day of the week it is, but I feel blessed and I feel blessed that I get to do what I get to do. And, you know, by the time this episode comes out, we will have announced, I believe, the new leg of the tour, which is going to be this fall. So the tickets will go on sale very soon. Check out, you know, check me, follow me. Maybe, you know, find me at a local Waffle House and just tap me on the shoulder and say, hey, bitch, one of the tickets on sale. They're going on sale soon. So shut the fuck up. But I am very excited. We're going to be hitting, you know, Chicago, Toronto. We're hitting Vegas. We're going back to the Carolinas. I'm hitting Florida. And then we're going to close out the farewell tour this November in Atlanta at the Fox Theater. I'm so excited. I hope I can announce this right now. And we're planning on shooting the second special there. So very freaking exciting. Lots going on. What else is going on? Oh, I was at one of my favorite coffee shops this morning and you know what season it is. And this is gonna be a core memory for a lot of you hoes. It's J. Crew short season. <laughs> yeah. This is not sponsored by J. Crew. I would love a new set of shorts though. You know how like you knew May had hit when every mom at Carpool showed up in a pastel colored J. Crew pair of shorts. And you knew who the sluts were when they had the shortest shorts. You know, you always knew the sensible mom with the Bermuda length. You know, just hit the tip of the fingers, usually a heavier, heavier set gal on the bottom, more of a pear-shaped. But my mom would walk around with like the three-inchers. They were always salmon-colored, maybe a mint green. If she was really living on the edge, she'd do one of the neons with a white argyle sweater, a, a, a tight bodysuit, and then a white argyle sweater. And all the moms at the Christian school would look at my mom like, oh, wow, Robin, really slutting it up at carpool. And my mom would turn to people and go, I drive a song. Yeah. Yeah, I am a little frisky. I am a little lady in the street, but a freak in the sheets. But if you know, you know, you know your mom when you're leaning in on that J. Crew short season and they're out and they're about and the hams are showing and people are just flexing the calves and it's an exciting time because that means summer's around the corner. And if you've got children, that means you're going to be wearing those J. Crew shorts at the T-ball field. Dude, I'm taking the summer off. After Radio City, I want you to know my, my ass is going to be poolside, okay? I might hire a hibachi chef to move in so I can get shrimp fried rice and have a show every night of the week because I'm done entertaining for the month of July. Don't ask me. Don't ask me to make you giggle. I mean, I'll still be bringing hot fire content to this podcast, but mom taking a break. You know what I mean? I might take up aquatics. I might do some more swims. Might join a dive team. I'm going to be poolside beachside chilling uh, and I will probably be in my J crew shorts and eh. Bruh, you know, anywho. But yeah, I'm excited. It's like the kids are getting out for school and then I'm doing the show in radio city and then your, your girl's taking a break. I say that now I will be three days into my rest and relaxation in the month of July. And then somebody will call me and say, Hey, they want you to sing the national anthem at, I don't know, some sort of retreat, and I'm like, how much does it pay? $15 and a pack of Miller Lights? Let's fucking go. So I would like to think that I'm actually going to take some me time, some self-care time, but I, I don't even have plans to go anywhere. So while y'all are all traveling around with your children, and if you were smart, you just send them off to camp for eight weeks, some of y'all who are, you know, want your kids to be stellar athletes or you know achieve more in life are going to be sent at the T-ball field. Meanwhile, I'm face down ass up on a CB2 lawn chair. Getting fed, I don't know shrimp tempura because that's how I live my life. I don't know if you know this, but I like luxury. So, man, how nice would it be to be a living hibachi chef? That'd be great. You can't tell me there's a single day. You know, hibachi is. I feel like Asian food and Mexican food are very similar. I could eat it every day. I could eat sushi. I could eat hibachi. I could. You know, there's a lot of combos. You could. If one day you're feeling a little more plant based, you just do the fried rice. Sands the egg with the veggies, you know. One day you want the filet mignon with the extra onions and the yum yum sauce. I've never. There's not a single day where if somebody suggested, "Do you want hibachi?" I'm gonna go not in the mood. You tell me. You look me dead ass in my eyes and tell me you don't want a hibachi on a Wednesday at 2 p.m. Yeah, you do, bitch. Why? Because it's friggin' delicious. And I don't think we talk about how hard hibachi chefs work. And maybe if we gave them a little more credit, maybe I should have a hibachi chef open for me on the road in the fall. You know what I mean? Dinner and a show, bitches. Half of y'all are so drunk, you need a little extra carb in your tum-tum. That would be great. Could you imagine if I had hibachi chef open for me? Just, you know, doing the show, throwing wontons and shrimp in the back of your throat? Nothing better. Listen, I know some of you bad babies like a cigarette in the morning, but you know what you need to do? Put down the cigarette and pick up a scoop of AG1. Athletic Greens is a freaking best, okay? I love AG1. I swear by this shit. I take it all the time. If I didn't take it on the road, I would literally be sick all the time and would never go to the bathroom. I love AG1, okay? I'm gonna tell you, one scoop and a glass of water every morning on an empty stomach, Whoop that bad boy down, and you have in every scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food source ingredients of the highest quality that give me major benefits like gut and mood support. Okay, you don't want to be crampy and you don't want to be a bitch. Gut and mood support, boosted energy. You know what I love to be zip zap zopping around and even healthier looking skin, hair and nails. Y'all, I had my doctor look at what was in AG1 and he was like, this is amazing. This is like, you could not be taking a better product, swear by it. Cause you know, I get sent stuff and I'm like, I gotta have a, another medical professional look at this. My doctor was like, Heather, this is great. This is a great thing to use. I take it every day. We have literally 40 packs at my house cause I am panicked about ever running out of this stuff. Cause I love it so much. My husband takes it. My mom takes it. My sister takes it. We're all taking it. AG1 is the best. And if you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, athletic greens is giving you a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs for your first purchase. Good athleticgreens.com slash absolutely. That's athleticgreens.com slash absolutely. Check it out. You're going to thank me later. I'm not bullshitting you. I love AG1. Try it because it'll make you feel good. I talk all day long. I talk on the damn podcast. I'm talk, talk, talking. But sometimes I'm not talking to the right person. And you know what I love? Talkspace.com. Because you can sign up online and get personally matched with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. Because Talkspace is a safe space to talk about things with a professional. Listen, I know there's a lot of stigma around therapists. And sometimes when I used to go see my old therapist, I just was exhausted. By the time I drove there, by the time I parked, by the time I lost my validation, I was pissed. I was more pissed than when I went in to talk to my therapist. Talkspace is awesome. It's incredibly convenient to have a virtual session with your licensed therapist from the comfort of your own home. There's no need to commute to appointments. It's so easy. And Therapy can help you shift your perspective and find tools to cope in difficult times and be a guiding light. 99% of my stress comes from the fact that I don't have somebody to talk to, but when I started using Talkspace, it made it so easy. I'm never one place. I'm always on the go, but Talkspace is great. I can Zoom. I can talk virtually with my therapist. Doesn't matter what city I'm in, where I'm at on tour, I can make it work for me. And to celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, to celebrate every step you take towards a better, richer, fuller life, Talkspace is offering every listener of this podcast, $100 off your first month with Talkspace. Just go to Talkspace.com slash absolutely. To match with a the licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash absolutely to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. Again, that's Talkspace.com slash absolutely. There is no better feeling on the planet than when you're at Hibachi Place and you're flirting with the hibachi chef, and you know I've talked about this before, but I, I'm obsessed with how, like, overly sexual hibachi chefs can be. They always look at me, dead ass in my eyes, and they're like, T- tonight's a night. But you know you feel like you've hit the lotto when you're at hibachi, and there's other girls at the table, but you get the extra shrimps on your plate. You know what I'm talking about. You only ordered steak and chicken, and he kind of winks at you and puts a little shrimp on your plate, and you're like, we're going to fuck tonight. <laughs> I've had six lychee martinis. I'm about to take my top off and let them roast on the grill for you, baby. There is just no better feeling. You're like, I mean, I could get catcalled across the street. But if you put two extra shrimps on my plate at a Benihana, I've peaked. I've fully fucking peaked. So anyways, looking for a in-house live-in Hibachi chef for the summer. And if that, if you're the one, let me know. I will let my husband know, you know. What's happening? You know, he can be also be there. I mean, it's not like I'm eating all this food for one, but I'll be in my J. Crew lavender shorts all summer, the slutty version, the short shorts, while the rest of you basic hoes are going to be at T ball practice in your Bermuda shorts. All I'm saying is get on my level. Okay, let's get into the voicemails again. As always, you can call in 800 213 7503. Let's see what the hell y'all been up to. I'm a little concerned because it's been a little unhinged. Here we go.
3: Hi,
1: Heather. It is, well, I can't sign my name because I may have to enter witness uh, relocation program. Mm. I can't remember what it's called. Witness protection. Witness protection program. Yeah. Because I did the ultimate, uh, absolutely not. I asked a friend, more of a mom friend, acquaintance, see her at all the school events, all the sports. I asked her the one question you never ask oh, God. a woman. Not even if you know 100%, but like an idiot, for some reason, there was it's absolutely no filter at that very second from my brain to my mouth. And yes, I did ask her if she was pregnant. Mm. And she's not. So... <sighs> I'm going to be thinking about that dumbass moment for the next six months. And I apologize. And I tried to, you know, walk myself out of it. But Mm -hmm. we all know that there's absolutely nothing you can do. No way to come back from that when the answer is no, I'm not. So absolutely not to me asking the one question that you never ask a woman. Okay,
0: at this point, what you have to do is get in your minivan and drive it directly into, I would say, you know, a brick awning of like a gated community. Make sure nobody gets hurt except yourself. No, I'm kidding. Just kidding. Of course not. Oh, man, that's a hard one. Listen, I think we all know the cardinal rule is unless the baby is crowning, okay, unless they act, a woman is walking down the street with an active balloons in her hands because she just left her baby shower and wanted to bring a couple of the extra balloons to her already, you know, two-year-old top that's back at the crib you don't ask okay unless there is a woman screaming in the middle of a Whole Foods parking lot saying my water broke you walk by you walk by and you go I nothing to see here you know what I mean like a concerned citizen you don't you see a woman crowning on the street you say unless I see the head I'm not helping because that's a cardinal thing Listen, I was just actually um, hanging out with some girls the other day and I met this woman, Alexis, shout out to Alexis. And her husband is a big doctor here in Atlanta. And she showed me the security footage video of when she gave birth to their third child in the parking lot in line at the ER <laughs> at the hospital here in Atlanta. And she's like, my husband is a big doctor. And, he, and she showed me actual footage of him slowly walking out of his Mercedes into the hospital to get help. And she said she was sitting in the car while the baby's head was physically coming out of her. She is screaming. A security guard slowly walks over to her to try and help her. And he just says, she sho- she's showing me this, like, all the security footage. And she's walking me play by play through what happens. Then <laughs> all of a sudden, you see a woman who looks like a DoorDash delivery driver pull up out of nowhere and then just drops to her knees and so it's like an aerial view where you see the car you see the passenger door open but it's from the other side so you see something a commotion happening but every man the security guard her husband who is a doctor and then another doctor are slowly walking out meanwhile the DoorDash delivery chick drops her chick-fil-a order and some you know Baskin Robin, she was delivering to, to a patient and jumps in. Next thing you know, this bitch has gloves on. She's not even a medical professional and is delivering this baby. And we were laughing so hard about this because I'm like, it just goes to prove how there's no sense of I got to step into action for dudes are just like, hey, you're being dramatic. Okay. But there is one thing that Jeff said he would never do because he's learned this a hard way. You never ask a woman if she's pregnant unless that baby's crowning. So I can see Jeff walking into the ER, you know, next to me and then just going, "Uh, oh, ma'am, I I know I should step in if you see something, say something. But I'm not going to do shit because I don't trust it because I don't want you to come after me and, and grill me for not knowing that you were pregnant. Anyways, that was two stories woven into one because I, I don't know, but I just literally saw this footage of this woman whose husband is a huge doctor. And he was like, oh, Dutch, you're going to be fine. And she is screaming in the parking lot. And then she and the DoorDash delivery driver and another female nurse delivered this baby. And then and then her husband has to get back in the car and move it because the security guard at the hospital was like, you need to move your car. It's in the way. It does not get better than this. This is why women could rule the world. Again, over and over I've said, how come we don't have a female president? I don't give a shit what side she's on at this point. Actually, if it's Marjorie Taylor Greene, absolutely fucking not. But you know what I'm saying. You know that 30 million women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair, and if you're among them, you know you're not alone, and there's a solution you can trust to deliver results. Let me tell you something. I get supplements and bullshit thrown at me all the time, and you know what? I love Nutrafol. I started taking this shit, and damn it, if it doesn't work, okay? My baby hairs are coming in thick. They're not baby. They're fat baby hairs, all right? You know what I'm talking about. You know as your hormones get imbalanced, as, you know, life stresses you out, what we don't realize is that so much of thinning hair has to do with the things that are going on inside. It's not just like a topical thing. I found Nutrafol. I was a complete skeptic. I said, this shit's not going to work. I don't believe it. And I started taking it and literally, damn it, if these baby hairs aren't like the thickest damn things you've ever seen. Okay. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. It supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the five root causes of thinning. Okay. You ready for them? I know it's bullshit, but it's real stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism through whole body health. That's the thing, ladies. If you don't actually get to the root of the problem, you're not going to fix it. Your hair will be falling out forever if you're too stressed out. But I love Nutrafol because it has three unique formulas to support women going through all stages of life, including postpartum and menopause. Each formula is physician-formulated using natural and we love this keyword drug free medical grade ingredients and consistently effective dosages so you get the most reliable results you can grow thicker healthier hair and support our show by going to nutrifall.com and entering promo code absolutely to save $10 off your first month's subscription this offer is only available to US customers for a limited time plus free shipping on every order get $10 off at nutrifall.com i'm going to spell it out for you n u t r a f o l.com promo code absolutely i swear by nutrifall You're going to love it. Let me know how your baby hairs look. Let's get it. I don't care if you got six kids, have no kids, want another kid, thinking about having kids in 10 years. You need to know about your ovarian reserve. We all know that sex ed taught us absolutely nothing. You know, it teaches you how to not get pregnant. But when you try and get pregnant, sometimes you're like, shit, I didn't realize how hard this could be. Listen, I love Modern Fertility. I have used them. I swear by it. I am so glad that I found Modern Fertility when I did because it sounded the alarm, gave me a big red flag that, hey, I had a low ovarian reserve and I needed to check my hormones. The cool thing is about Modern Fertility, you can do this in the comfort of your own home. They send you a kit, you prick your finger, you send your results back to Modern Fertility, and then you talk to a medical professional who can walk you through what all of this means. It's so important to have an insight on your hormones and your fertility. You don't know what you don't know until you know it, and it is absolutely wild. This is why I love Modern Fertility. Traditional hormone testing at a fertility clinic can cost over $600, but Modern Fertility tests the same general set of hormones for only $179. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely, you can get $20 off your test. You heard it here first. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners, $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. That means your test will cost 159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. I'm going to say it one last time, modernfertility.com slash absolutely. Get your shit checked today. You're going to thank me later. Love you, mean and my baby girls, modernfertility.com slash absolutely. This is hard. Even as women, we feel like we have the instinct to know whether or not you're pregnant. And you just don't want to ask these days. I mean, hell, I had an ovarian cyst the size of a small grapefruit. You know? It goes back, though, to what we were talking about a couple weeks ago. Like, when people ask, are you trying? Just just wait. Wait till the baby's nursing. You know, if I'm breastfeeding in public, you can say, are you pregnant? You know what I mean? That's when you can ask. Let's say, had this, shot out this little twerp. Two months ago, I don't even know what I'm saying here, but you get what I'm saying. And as a woman, there's nothing worse. It's usually, we can almost smell it. There is a scent in the air when you know when your friends are pregnant. And to have not picked up on that cue or to have smelled that scent is, I don't know what you do. I do think you need to probably, you know, just maybe, maybe stay in your house for a couple months. Think about what you said, what you did. And and I know that some pregnant people get like offended by that. Like why haven't you mentioned anything? But it's like a lot of us just just general civilians out here don't want to misspeak and then, you know, ugh, you put on a couple of extra pounds. You know the Fupa was a little extra bloated more than ever, and now I've asked you when you're due, and now you have a complex, and you're going to go onto a Reddit thread and call me a cunt. So that's really we're all just trying to protect ourselves, but it's a double edged sword. If you don't say anything, you're rude, but if you do say something, you could say the wrong thing, and maybe they're just bloated that day. You know what I mean? Maybe they're not on a good prebiotic probiotic regimen, and you know the the pussy's full, but it's not full with a baby. So listen, tread lightly. Tread fucking lightly. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey,
4: Heather.
1: It's your girl, Emma, out here in New York City. I'm originally from Ohio, represent. um, But anyway, I've been out in New York for two years, and I just want to say absolutely yes to becoming regular at your favorite bar. Oh, yeah. um, Really breaking that fourth wall with the bartenders and really just forming a sense of community. And Mm -hmm. absolutely yes to having this happen back-to-back, two different bars night after night this past weekend, um, really riding this high and just wanted to share, um, and especially absolutely yes to, um, you know, having one of them say, you know, now that we're friends, you know, uh, who was that guy you were here with last weekend? So that was, uh, uh that was said to my friend, but absolutely yes. There's nothing
4: better.
0: Okay, I'm a bar fly. I have my spots. I know all the bartenders. As a former bartender, there is nothing better when you see that familiar, friendly face. Listen, thank you for being a friend. Traveling down the road and back again. That's a theme song to the Golden Girls. But also, remember the hit show, Cheers? I know we're a little too young for it, but Cheers. That, you know, Where everybody knows your name. Nothing's better than the feeling of cheers. You walk into a bar, your local watering hole. I don't care if it's an Irish pub. I don't care if it's a high-end omakase, you know, sushi spot. I don't care what it is, is, if it's an Italian or French bistro. You walk in, they know your name. They got your drink order. There's nothing better. There is not a better inclusive, yummy, wonderful, higher feeling than when they go, hey, hey, Heather, you want the the usual? And I'd say, Marco, I thought you'd never ask. You know what I mean? A little cheeky rapport. It's like me being at a hibachi restaurant 24-7. Nothing better. When you walk in and they put a little shrimp on that plate at the hibachi restaurant, it's the same feeling, that same high you get when they go, hey, hey, Claire, you want the Prosecco? And you're like, yeah. I like to start every night off with some bubbles and then I move to a white wine and then I go for a Pinot Noir and then I go for a heavier red and then I end up with the dirty martini and then about seven espresso martinis and then I end up falling off this bar stool and usually in a fight with the hostess because I thought she was side eyeing me wrong and then I end up getting kicked out and they go. Classic Heather. You know what I mean? I love that. I love this for you. Because there's nothing more intimidating than when you become, you're become you sitting at the bar by yourself. And I was a great bartender. I chit-chatted with everybody. I knew everyone's order. I also was the only bartender who could ever explain the menu. It's wild to me. You go to restaurants. I like to sit at the bar and eat. Jeff and I love to sit at a bar and eat but don't tell me you're back there behind the sticks making rum runners all day and you can't tell me whether or not the Caesar salad's deconstructed or not. I need to know. You know, I want you to tell me your top five things. Are the sliders worth it? Nine times out of 10, sliders are bullshit. Why would I want three small burgers when I can have one big one? I don't want to share. Hands off. Nothing's worse than when you go to a bar and they go, we don't have a burger, but we got the sliders. I don't want three mini ones. I want one big one. That's so why I don't fuck with small plate places. What do you want me to do? Share a small plate? Get two bites of a top and nod? No, I want my own plate. You know, I'll go to a big plate place and order a bunch of big plates and we can all have small bites, but I'm not going to a small plate place and ordering a bunch of stuff and then barely getting a bite of the small plate. That is the most stressful fucking concept on the planet. I'm not a small plate bitch, Okay. Now take me to a topless bar sure but a topless bar you're out of your mind. Okay, out of your mind. I want a full plate. I want family style. For myself, all right? Absolutely not. But being a bar regular, having having a little cheeky rapport, knowing that people can look out for you. That's a cool thing. It's when you're a regular at the spot, they're like, "Hey, is this is this guy bothering you or ooh, let me move you down a little bit. Seat 2 and 3 in the corner over there about to open up and this woman over here is just My God, she won't shut the fuck up about her garden club. And it's driving me nuts. So let me scoot you down here. There's nothing better when they hold the seats, when a bar's packed and they're like, oh, yep, yep, you guys right over here. And you slide in and then everybody else at the bar is like, how did you guys get a seat? And you're like, we're regulars. So back the fuck up. I didn't need to be that aggressive. But you get what I'm saying. There's no better feeling. There's no better feeling. Oh, it's kind of like when I go up to my country club. They know. They know exactly what I want. I want a vodka. I want a tequila. You know what I mean? They're like vodka or tequila tonight. And I'm like, I don't know, Mike, Where, which way we going? And they're like, we're just going to give you a, a club soda for right now because you seem like you came in here a little too hot. Did you take an Adderall? You did? Okay. Well, yeah, you're foaming at the mouth and it's getting a little dry and crusty in the corner. So let's hydrate first, <laughs> you know? Dude, at our country club growing up, my dad, who is the biggest Diet Coke connoisseur of all time, would have a Georgia Tech commemorative cup back behind the bar. And every time he walked into that club, they would they'd fill it up with Diet Coke and they would hand it to him. And there's nothing cooler than when you have your own commemorative cup behind the bar. that They just run in a cycle in the dishwasher with all the other cups. I mean, I'm sorry. That's privilege. That is. Wow. Creme de la creme, seven-star service. You are in, you are one, you know? And when you walk in and you're like, hey, Mike, how are you? Any specials worth it? And they go, no. And you go, fantastic. I'll have the burger. That's the greatest. Because there's nothing worse than when you go into a bar and they're trying to upsell you on shit. Or then maybe you walk in one day and they go, hey, listen, we got two chicken picadas back there left. I'm going to hold it for you. This shit's freaking delicious. I don't know what Mario's doing back there on the line, but it is seasoned to the fucking T. And you're like, put it in. When I'm thinking about a girl's night in, right? I want to hang with the gals. I want to have a drink, a crisp cocktail. It's been a long week. What do I want? Well, you know what I've been reaching for? That's absolutely beyond words, friggin' delicious. Can't even stand it. Won't even stop to because it's so good. I'm talking about 21 Seeds Tequila. What is it, Heather? Well, I'm going to tell you. It's an infused tequila that makes the most delicious and easy margaritas and cocktails so you can focus on the fun. 21 Seeds is freaking awesome, all right? It smells fresh and bright and it tastes incredible. 21 Seeds is flavor done right. It's an award-winning infused tequila with one-of-a-kind taste. Infused with, wait for it, we love it. What do we love? It's real, real diamonds and real fruit juice. I love it. It's awesome. And it's also female-founded by two sisters and one friend. It doesn't get better than that. Also, they're just a cool company that's dedicated to bringing awareness to the LGBTQ plus community. We love inclusivity. We love everybody to have a seat at the table. We're loving it. Listen, try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila for easy and delicious cocktails. Visit 21seeds.com to find 21 Seeds near you. Enjoy responsibly. Again, that's 21 Seeds Diageo. New York, New York, again, 21 seeds is the tequila that you're going to enjoy all summer. Do you know how good it feels to go into an Italian restaurant, sit at the bar, and they say to you, we held two chicken piccadas for you? Peaked. There is, no, there is no better feeling. There is no greater emotion you can have than knowing that you're a regular at a place that's holding you the last two chicken piccadas. That is family, that is love. I don't think having a child feels as good. I don't think your first, you know, your first wedding is ever feels that good. But knowing that the bartender knows your palate so well that there's a glass of Prosecco waiting for you and they're holding the last two chicken picadas, that is where everybody knows your name. Oh God. I love that. We needed that uplifting moment. Absolutely yes to that. Thank you for calling in. I'm so glad you found your people. And remember, the day they're holding a a special plate for you is the day you've made it. Let's get to the next voicemail.
3: Hey, Heather. This is Meredith from Houston, but living in Carmel, Indiana. I'm a longtime listener, first time caller. I debated calling in last year after the Masters, where my husband's sole focus in life was obtaining a gnome, and he did, and it almost broke our marriage. But I didn't, and here I am now.
2: We love to you see You decide
3: it. if this is an absolutely yes or an absolutely not. Okay. My kindergartner was recently invited to a classmate's birthday party. We received the eVite, and before I clicked the RCP button, I noticed a target icon. I figured it was an internet ad, but lo and behold, it was a registry. That's right, a present registry for a six-year-old's birthday party. Now, I'm the type of parent who indicates no gifts on the invitation. Because we have way too much crap. So, my first thought was absolutely not. But this girl wants what she wants, and she's making it easy for those who want to gift her something. So, you tell me absolutely yes or absolutely not to a child having a gift registry attached to their birthday invitation.
0: Okay, here's the deal. I have enough God kids and like nieces and nephews basically to, you know, to thrive as the fun, rich aunt who shows up with solid gifts. All right, I just get everybody a remote control car. Bada bing, bada boom. Even if they're like a month old, I'm like, you'll grow into it. I'm really torn on this one because I also do love a registry. I love some guidance, but also a children's registry. What is happening? How have we gone this far? Does little, you know, does little McKenzie, does she need some more brat stalls from Target. She sure doesn't. But is it nice to have a little, I would say, direction as to what this kid is into? Sure. My God, though. Imagine if you show up, you didn't check the website, you didn't check the registry, you're like, I'm going to get this. I, you know what? I, I, I am a fun aunt because I show up, I usually palm the third grader 50 bucks and say, listen, if you get your aunt Chi Chi a glass of white wine right now, there's another 50 where that came from. And then I got 10 kids serving me wine all night because I'm giving them cold, hard cash. These kids don't need gifts. You're right. You know what? Absolutely not to the registry. This is some bullshit. You know what kids need? Pizza, cupcakes, you know, Paw Patrol, $50 cash. If you're, if you're a good parent and you're a smart parent, you'll teach the kids now. Keep that piggy bank full because one day mommy's, going to need you to smash it open and come get her ass out of jail after she has a domestic at the, you know, the baseball field. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I just think there's a lot of life lessons that we could teach kids now than, than just letting them know the idea that as long as you put a link online, you're going to get gifts. Absolutely not. You know what gift I want to give the kids in my life? I don't know, an opportunity to volunteer hey, how about you go Habitat for Humanity? I know you're only six and a half years old and being around, you know, nail guns and, you know, a chainsaw or any kind of building materials on an open construction site would be highly dangerous. But maybe you could just sit in a hot van for a couple of hours and watch people build. So you can be so appreciative that mom and dad spent $2,300 on having a bouncy house, unlimited pizza, and somebody dressing up like, I don't know, Olaf from Frozen dancing at your party. (laughs) Maybe we should take back what birthday parties for kids used to be, which was just an opportunity for some clown who's usually, you know, detoxing off opioids to put on a sweaty suit, make 40 bucks, and scare the shit out of kids. I mean, that's wild a registry for kids. Damn. I don't know. Now I'm leaning back towards, well, if McKenzie wants a Bradstall, she's getting a Bradstall. You know, I don't want to disappoint her, but I also think we should have moments of volunteering. You know, maybe take McKinsey to a soup kitchen. Let her dish out some Brunswick stew and a slice of cornbread for the needy. And then she can... Go to Target. Just take the kid to go to Target and pick up a couple things. This gift giving, it's just out of control. The kids' parties are out of control. I was talking to one of my girlfriends. My girlfriend, Charlotte, has got kids. And she said she went to a kid's birthday and it was in an airplane hangar. Airplane hangar. She said, I didn't know what to do. She said, I showed up. We just driven in from the beach. We had a couple dusty truly cans that had sand all over them. And I went to a parent. Hey, I got some, you know, I got some hard seltzers in the back of the van. Anybody want any? And they're like, no, this is fully catered in an airplane hangar. They had to move their like G5 in order to get little Timmy's birthday party set up. How did we get here? Now, I also want you to know when and if I have children, I will most likely be renting out an airplane hangar, but we'll be doing volunteer work in there. You know, I might show them a movie like Shawshank Redemption, just so they understand what life, how hard it can be. You know, maybe we replay the Diary of Anne Frank a couple of times so these kids know how good they've got it. And then after they consume a piece of history, so history doesn't repeat itself, we'll throw their asses in the bouncy house and then bring Olaf out to, you know, shake his tits, you know, and Because I'm happy, clap along. You know, we put on some Pharrell, some child-friendly Pharrell, and the kids can dance around with some Disney characters. I don't know. That sounds like a great child's birthday to me. Growing up, my mom always made us do, and we had to do an art activity that kept us mentally focused and stimulated. And then we were only allowed two slices of pizza each because she said that we all looked diabetic. I was a very chubby kid. You know, if you ever watch a Kardashian birthday, Freaking Northwest is out there. She's got 6,000 orchids or like white roses. I don't even know what a kid needs with all those flowers and white roses. And then they just have these candy bars. Next thing you know, you know, you got 25 eight-year-olds just scratching their necks, running too close to the pool. And the parents are over here frantically. And, you know, they're not even paying attention to the kids because they walk up to the party, they go, shit. I didn't realize there was a registry. I didn't get anything for these kids. So mom's not paying attention. Meanwhile, little Timmy's close to the edge. It's a double-edged sword. I like the idea of the registry. And I also think we need to play more, some more World War II documentaries at children's birthday parties too. Maybe even just have it on in the background if you think it's too harsh. Just to remind kids that history can repeat itself. So very excited to be at a lot of children's birthday parties this summer. I will be bringing a little remote control cars for everybody. You know, the ones that you can get into. And if your kid's like 10, deal with it. They can give it to a younger sibling. They don't need anything. They're 10. They've got T-Ball and T-Ball takes six and a half hours. So you know what I'm doing? I'm volunteering my time. That's my gift to you. My love language is time. You're getting my time. Shut up about it. And bring Aunt Chi Chi a couple glasses of white wine. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, it's Meredith from Texas again. Um,
2: I also have another absolutely not. Okay. An absolutely not to the guy that I was dating on and off for about a year who told me he wanted to take me out to do something nice. And instead surprised me by taking me to a legitimate swingers sex club. Yes, the swingers sex club. Um, this was never discussed. This is not something in my wheelhouse, um, nor was it something I wanted to do. Um, I was just brought there and then had to play out a flight or flight situation for about an hour to wait for an Uber to come get me so I could escape. Anyhow, um, dating is fun, but absolutely not to uh, surprise sex. Thank you very much.
0: Okay, I am shook by this. This is obviously and absolutely not. I'm a sorry, friend, that this happened to you. First and foremost, if you're, you know, getting surprised by a partner, somebody you're dating, like, I want to do something nice for you. You know what's something nice for me? Make a spa appointment, drop me off, pay for it, and don't speak to me. That's something nice. You know, they say something borrowed, something blue. Some, some, uh, something nice is dropping me off so that a stranger can rub down my L3 and L4. They're tight. They're taut. I don't really want to spend any time with you because I already see you and you text me all fucking day. I'm good. Something nice. Take my ass to a spa and then take me to a bocce. Yeah, it, that should be a given. Something nice. Delete TikTok off my phone so I don't go into a mental spiral. Something nice. Order me those orthotics that I've had in my cart on Amazon forever that I refuse to pull the trigger for because I'm like, I don't need orthotics. I need them. I need them. I'd love to be able to walk around the house on my hardwood floors and not really have shock sent up my spine because, you know, I'm not getting the right foot and arch support that I really should be at 36. Just get them. Say I saw them in your cart. I know you would never do this for yourself because you feel like it's quote unquote aging you, or, you know, this is you letting yourself go. But I want you to know that I still think you're a cutie with the booty, uh, even an orthotic. You know what I mean? That's sweet. That's doing something nice. Uh, Doing something nice. Brushing my hair. I love that. Brush my hair. Let me lay on the edge of the bed. You stand over me and just slowly brush my hair That, that you're telling me that doesn't sound romantic. Just brush my hair. Brush my hair and put on old episodes of like Big Brother and just let me chill. That's doing something nice. You know, it's not something nice. Taking me to a place where strangers want to have sex with me. That's not nice. In the words of Dorinda Medley from the earlier seasons of The Real Housewives of of New York, you know, I made it nice. You know, it's not nice. Taking me to a place where you expect me to have sex with people other than you. I have never had a desire to have sex with strangers. Don't need it. Don't care. I don't even really care for a threesome. If I was ever going to have a threesome, it would be on like a carnival cruise. You know what I mean? We're banging on the Lido deck and then I'm never seeing Paul and Gina again. <laughs> it's a wrap. I'm not, we're not talking. You guys are going back to Toledo. I'm going back to Atlanta. I would never threesome with the person that I'm in a relationship with. Sorry about it, Jeff. Sorry about it, Jeff. Sorry about it. But to strangers on a carnival cruise, I'd be open. You know what I mean? But that you also know that I was taking, you know, rum shots doing the conga line because I'm a sucker for attention all day. So let me get this straight. Your boyfriend of about a year took you to do something nice, which was took you to the middle of nowhere to a sex party with swingers. I need to know more information. Did you panic? Did you how long did it take you to figure out this was a sex party? That's the thing, too, is a lot of times you don't realize people are swingers like we get invited to stuff in our neighborhood all the time. And I see these people at our country club, so I know they're genuinely lovely people. But there's always one couple where you're like, are they asking us to have sex? I don't want to. I do want to see the the interiors of their house. I do want to judge them on their interiors. I know they just did a big basement renovation. I would love to go down there and see if they got one of those frame TVs. I want to see the hype. I'd love to see. but then in the back of your mind, you're always like, but are they going to try and have sex with me? And I'll be honest with you. I don't want to do it. I've also said this before. I have no desire to have like a threesome with my friends, you know, and their husbands. Like, like I love my friends' husbands, but I know so much about them. My girlfriends call me and they're like, you know, Mark had diarrhea today or, (laughs) you know, John knocked out his front tooth trying to get out of the Lexus, whatever. I know too much. I don't look at these other people while they're very handsome, attractive, you know, people I know too much. I know that they do to themselves the other day, leaving the T-ball field with the kids. I know, I know, you know, the dental work. I know the cavity, the cavity count. I just know too much to want to have sex with my friends, husbands, my friends, or with strangers, I do sometimes, I teeter. I don't know if I'm getting invited over to your home if you're a neighbor of mine. I don't know if you want me to just come judge you on your drapes or if you want to have sex with me. I can't pick up on the cues. And I'm sure you couldn't have picked up on the cues. I'm sure you had no idea your your significant other was taking you to a sex party. You know what, I can't, <laughs> like I'm not even trying to sound old right now. I'm still a very sexual being, but I want to go to a party with with a lot of, like a, like a big, Cheese tray. I want to go to a party that's got an open bar. I want to go to a party with a DJ. I want to go to a party that's got a full spread of delicious food, jalapeno poppers. Those are the kind of parties I like to go to. You're telling me you have past hors d'oeuvres, and one of those is a jalapeno popper, and then on another tray is like an ahi tuna on a crispy wonton. Yeah, I'm coming to your party. And if it just so happens that there are people having sex in the background, I will still hang out at that party. And I'll look away because I will just hover by the kitchen door to make sure that I get the cater waiters to hit me. You know what I mean? I'm like, put it in the veins. I love a crispy tuna, crispy tuna rice roll. You know what I'm saying? Or an ahi tuna on a crispy wonton. Nothing better. There's nothing better than a crispy tuna past hors d'oeuvre. And if you're blowing somebody behind me, do you think? But I'm not, I'm not joining. I'm good. Also, like, what would you do? You show up, to the sex party. You're like, this is, this is the nice thing. No, it's only nice for him. What, what did he expect you to have sex with these people? That's work. Does he not realize you're exhausted? You wanted to go to the spa. You wanted to have an older man rub down your shoulders and then maybe get a pedicure. You know, it's the last thing I want to do. If someone's like, I'm going to do something nice for you, have sex with a stranger. That's exhausting. I got to get to know your body. I got to figure out what you like. That means more communication. I'm tired of talking. I podcast for a living. That's exhausting. That's exhausting. I want to do something nice for you. Okay. Organize my, you know what? Hire somebody to come organize my closet. If I came home and Jeff was like, you know what? I know your office is a mess. I hired a team of like 20 women from the home edit to come redo your office. And guess what? Everything's labeled. Everything's organized. I've repacked you for your next eight weeks of trips. I'd blow them right there. I'd say, come in me, on me, over me, you know, in every hole, on the holes, in the hair, on the nails, do whatever. That to me is doing something nice. You know, it's not doing something nice. Taking me to a creepy party in the woods and saying, do you want to have sex with these people? No, absolutely not. I got an idea because I've been going to a lot of house parties recently. I went to this party with one of my girlfriends and a bunch of her like mommy friends in her group. And we were all laughing last night and they all listened to the podcast. Shout out to the girls. I'm not going to say that the preschool as to where all the kids go, but we had a great time and we were laughing about it last night. Like just uh, one of the ladies and I were talking about just, you know, you never you run into these creepy people. I'm like, it's so nice. I said. We were at this dinner and I said, It's so nice that all you moms get along and that like your kids all go to the same school. And this is like a really fun group of girls. Like there's a really fun group of people, you know. But maybe we all have a catchphrase. Maybe maybe we all use that code phrase. If you see me out and about and you're like, Hey, come over to our barbecue, tiramisu bitch means I'm not going to ask you to have sex with my husband when you get there. Cause I don't want to do that. Don't put me in that position to show up with an elote corn platter. You know, I've made this beautiful seven layer elote corn dip that's going to be fantastic. And then I show up, I open the back gate to the pool area and everyone's naked jerking each other off. I don't want to do that. I don't want to see that, you know, so help me help you. I'm going to turn around with my corn dip. I'm not leaving it at the party. If you think I'm going to leave this seven layer dip that I've just made for you, for everybody who's having sex at your pool to enjoy, I'm taking it back in the Uber with me. So let's just say, since you know I'm taking the summer off and I want to enjoy some summer parties, let's just say we have a code phrase. Tiramisu, bitch. If you're like, hey, girl, saw you at the club. Come over. Oh, my God, come over for drinks tonight. Just tiramisu, bitch. Don't worry. I'm not going to ask you or Jeff to have sex with either of us. This is just simply we're sitting on the porch, the screen in porch. We're enjoying, you know, a couple of Mai Tais. And uh, we can talk about, I don't know, the, you know, the separation of church and state. That sounds nice to me because sex parties are too much work you know, I don't want to be blindfolded. I don't like that. I don't want, I don't want to be being hit in the face with a random dick. I don't want it. And I definitely don't want to be at the sex party where all the other mommies have had a mommy makeover. And I'm over here with long titties because I haven't even had kids yet. So I'm standing in the corner, you know, just wondering if anybody's going to want to even touch my long titty. I just, that's going to make me feel insecure. So I'm angry for you, ma'am. I know I really made this about me and I'm, you know, working out this fantasy in my mind, but I just want you to know that this was unfair and you need to leave this person immediately. I want to do something nice for you. You want to do something nice? Get it, uh, when I come home from work, have a chilled shrimp cocktail on. Have a crisp alcoholic beverage waiting for me and tell me, hey, I did the laundry. And you know what we're going to do tonight? Not speak. (laughs) And you know what? I went to Target and I bought a bunch of plastic bins and I'm going to let you reorganize all of your makeup products because I know you have been watching and like saving TikToks and Pinterest about this. That's That sounds like a perfect night to me. I want to go through all my cosmetics. I want to throw out my old lipstick and I just want to be in silence and know that there's a crisp, cool shrimp cocktail waiting for me downstairs. That to me is something sexy. Let's get to the next voicemail.
4: Heather, hey girl, this is coming at you from the Bay Area. Um, I want to go with an absolutely not, but when you challenged just to call in with an absolutely yes, I said, you know what, you're right, let's look for the positive. Um, This morning on my way to the bus, I saw this sweet elderly man um, walking with his walker and like a a therapist, a walking therapist. I, I apologize, I don't know what the names of the people are who help the elderly with the walking So <laughs> obviously maybe a stroke. This is taking a turn. Anyway, he's up walking. Very Good. sweet. All of a sudden, I hear just a roar of clapping and hooting and hollering huh? from um, a local homeless on their bench. And Heather, they were cheering for him. I can try just retelling this. They were cheering for the elderly man walking. Obviously, you know, they must see him a lot. They were asking him questions. But to see them cheering for him... Brought a tear to my eye. So here's to sharing on our elderly. I love that. Supporting one
0: another mm-hmm.
4: and goddamn loving my bitch
0: love and light bitch, tiramisu bitch. I love this. This is a beautiful thing. This is a great, great voicemail to end on because you know what? I'm filled with the light of the Lord. And I love that the homeless people were stepping up to cheer on this elderly man with his walking therapist. I also don't know what that would be called, maybe a physical therapist, but either way, look at that. Look at that full circle. We're all cheering each other on. You know, I think we should cheer people on more often. I love a slow clap. Maybe I walk into a Applebee's and everyone just starts slow clapping. And I turn around, and I go, who are they clapping for? And they just point at you and they go, hey, hey, Nancy, we're cheering for you. Nothing better. No for, for if it's not for any other reason, but just to, to be filled with a little bit of encouragement. Because I do think, you know, it's been, a, it's been a weird trying time for a lot of people and there's nothing better than just cheering somebody on. You know, I love those videos. I love the videos when people ring the bell in a hospital because they just did their like last round of chemo or their last round of treatment for something and all the nurses are cheering and they're walking out of the hospital and they're, you know, let's fucking go. Let's go. Margaret, you did it. Breast cancer free, bitch. Like I watch those videos and I sob. And I I think that that's what we need is whether you have just uh, saved your life by going through treatment or whether you're just walking out of Walmart. And you know you made a a better decision by getting the almond milk instead of a pint of Rocky Road. I don't know what that is for you, but maybe we just start needing to cheer for people more often. Maybe we're so busy at canceling and being critical of other people that if we just started cheering randomly for people at restaurants and Walmarts at Target at CVS, maybe the world would be a better place. There's nothing better. It's like, you know, when they used to do, um, what were they called? Like flash moms, maybe we do a clap mom. You're going to get the mail. Next thing you know, there's 10 people surrounding you just going. You got this, Charlotte. You got this. And you're like, I do. I do have this. But that's a beautiful thing. And you know, we should be cheering for our elder more often. That's the thing. You know, it's a circle of life. You have all this. You have these parties. You have these registry for these babies. Why don't we have a registry for, for our grandparents? That's what we should be doing. Fuck the bucket list trip. Maybe, maybe the elders should have a registry and everybody in the community has to donate $5 to something that grandpa wants. Maybe he always wanted to learn the ukulele. Well, let's get him the best fucking ukulele there. Well, your kids don't need shit. Your kids need to be sitting with grandpa, learning about the war and listening to play the ukulele. That's what we should be doing at kids' birthday parties. You got to bring, for every three kids, you got to bring five old people. And it's called Life Lessons with Lenny. And everybody gets around old Lenny and he talks about the war. I just think this is very full circle. We need to be celebrating the people who have the small wins in life because their lives may be about to end in, in a beautiful way, in the beautiful circle of life. So maybe instead of doing these registries for the kids, we brought the elder and the children together and we said, you're going to learn something today. And, and, and every outside of you know, retirement communities on a golf course, we just, we just did some more slow claps for people over, you know, 78. I think it's a beautiful thing, and I love that. I love that the homeless came in, and they clapped for this guy and let him know, you got it, Grandpa. You're doing it. Because, you know, every other, every other society, every other, I would almost say, like, nationality takes care of their grandparents. But you know what people do in America? We don't have our, our, our older people live with us. They think it's crazy. Your grandmother lives with you? That's insane. Yeah, I'm taking care of that bitch. You want to know why? Because she took care of me and she taught me about the suffragettes and women's rights. And she told me how to get red wine out of a a white shag rug. And she told me that if you want to, you know, whatever you want for Christmas, I'll get it for you because your mom's being a bitch. That's the kind of relationship we need to have. We need to cheer on our elders. You know, are there like elder hours at like grocery stores? Or maybe like we go to, down to Florida and we just go to a couple of those, you know, those 4 p.m. hot plate specials. Early bird gets the worm buffets and we're just cheering and everybody goes in there. We're like, you know, Denise, you got this. Get the hush puppies. You know you want them. Look, like we just need to start cheering each other on more often, but especially highlighting the elderly people in the community. That's a beautiful thing. I love that gentle reminder. As always, guys, you can call into the hotline 800-213-7503. This was a beautiful episode. I'm glad we solved issues. I'm glad we came together. I'm glad that y'all now know um, to give me a heads up if you want me to come over to your house to a sex party. um, I will again retract my Elote corn dip and you will not get a bite. So um, remember, be the you today. You want to be tomorrow. Live, laugh, love. Live well. Living well is the best revenge and cheer on your elders. I love you, I mean it. I will see you on the next episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Reverderci Ciao, Bella. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.